This episode of Black History 365, The Throwdown, has situations of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Black History 365, The Throwdown, a series where I explain, educate, and explore historical events, unsung black figures in world history, and recount the struggles and triumphs of black people worldwide. I'm your host, Yusuf Fursi. And the horrors of slavery and Jim Crow segregation compiled an array of racial terror attacks that were brutal, and some of them did make it to the front page, like the, the Emmett Till murder. This true crime story in Black history I'm going to present was one of the many deaths that served as the inspiration for Billie Holiday's song, Strange Fruit. With that said, onto the events that occurred on the date of May 19th, 1918 in Southern Georgia, United States. May 19th, 1918 in Southern Georgia, United States was a terrifying day that ended in the gruesome murders of a group of black individuals in the form of lynchings. The most notable death was a woman by the name of Mary Turner. Not much is known about Mary Turner's background, but what is known is that she was a soon to be mother before her murder. Mary Turner, a black woman who was eight months pregnant, was lynched by a white mob from Brooks County, Georgia, at Folsom Bridge, 16 miles north of Valdosta, for speaking publicly against the lynching of her husband the day before. What I'm about to say is going to be graphic, so you've been warned. When the white mob captured Turner, they bound her feet, hung her upside down from a tree, threw gasoline on her, and burned her clothes. The mob took their heinous actions and brutality to the extreme that led to the still alive Turner's abdomen being torn by a white mob member's butcher knife, resulting in them cutting the unborn baby from her. Once the baby fell from Mary Turner, a member of the mob crushed the crying baby's head with his foot. Afterward, Mrs. Turner's body became target practice for the mob. They went to riddle her body with hundreds of bullets killing her. I'm going to backtrack to what caused and led to Mary Turner's capture and death. Mary Turner's husband, Hayes Turner, had been lynched the day before. Hayes Turner was accused of being an accomplice in the killing of a notorious white farmer, Hampton Smith who was well known for his abuse of black farm workers. Mr. Smith would bail black people accused of petty crimes out of jail and then required them to work off the fine at his farm. Avoiding jail time to work off his, to work off um, the crime, the quote unquote crime they committed might have been a better deal. But Sidney Johnson, a black man working to pay off a legal fee for rolling dice or simply gambling confessed to killing Mr. Smith during a quarrel about being overworked. Police officers killed Johnson in the shootout. When news reached the white community, Mr. Turner and other farm, black farm workers who had been previously accused by Mr. Smith were targeted and accused of conspiracy. Many black people during this time were lynched based on mere accusations of murder against white people. 
The same was true here. At least seven confirmed individuals were lynched by the white mob in response to Hampton Smith's death, inflicting community-wide racial terror and violence. Mrs. Turner was grieving and spoke out against her husband's death, promising to take legal action. Enraged by this, the white mob made an example of Mrs. Turner, despite having not to fear actual legal repercussions from her promise, as black people at that time were not afforded judicial processing. The lynching of Turner and an unborn child from the white mob's perspective was to maintain white supremacy, silence her, and communicate to the black community that no dissent from the racial order would be tolerated. To no surprise, no member was ever held accountable for the lynching of Mary Turner and her unborn baby. The grotesque execution of a black woman eight months pregnant reveals a great deal about how black women were dehumanized with impunity. There has been a documented number of 594 racial terror lynchings between 1877 and 1950 in the state of Georgia. Brooks County had the third highest number of documented racial terror lynchings. And this concludes this episode. For more information on this podcast, you can check out my blogs at a real free flowing words blog and click on the tab Black History 365 for my written blog post on previous episodes. The show is made possible by Anchor, which is, which is providing a great and easy-to-use service for new and seasoned podcasters. If you enjoy learning something new from this episode, then make sure to subscribe on Spotify or whichever platforms you listen to your podcasts on. By doing this, you'll stay up to date with my future episodes. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes. And remember that black history should be learned about and celebrated every day, not just in 28 days. And if you're uh, an individual who is in high school and is learning about black history, you should definitely check out this podcast because you'll learn about some things that your teachers are probably not even teaching you about. And you'll have a, a leg up, so to speak. Anyway, so stay educated. And thank you for listening. I'm your host, Yusuf Fursi. And until the next episode, peace.